Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today on The Real Estate Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to help you, fellow agents, learn from other agents and learn tactics and strategies to grow your business. I'm Todd Sumney, the Chief Industry Officer for HomeSmart, joined today by... Rich LaRue, Vice President of Corporate Brokerages. And our very special guest, we are so excited to have with us today from our Sacramento HomeSmart, HomeSmart iCare, Breeze Singh is with us today. Say hello to everyone, Breeze. Hey, everyone. How are you guys? <laughs> hey, Breeze. Uh, <laughs> hey, Glad to have I, you here today. I've actually been looking forward to this uh, recording here for about three weeks now since it uh, first came on the calendar. Because for the audience, we have quite a success story to share with you today. And it's a success story built out of, in my mind, servanthood, skills, knowledge, passion, and smart tactics, smart ways to grow your business. And so Breeze, I'm looking forward to you sharing your story and sharing ideas and tactics with other agents. And I guess I'd kind of like to start with you and I having a conversation one year, um, actually I think it was two years ago after your awards banquet. Yeah. And um, we were celebrating, you know, look at all those awards you have on your back wall and all the transactions that I see there behind you on the wall. You've built such a phenomenal business. But at one point you were not in real estate and you actually came to this country um, without a business already built up and yeah. you have worked your way into leadership roles in the National Association of Realtors Young Professionals Network, YPN, in the local association with the uh, Sacramento Association of Realtors, the uh, Sacramento Board, and just in your own brokerage, you are such a leader and you do a high volume of business. So. I guess if you could take us back to the beginning, where it all started, tell us your story. You want me to start from when my mom met my dad? <laughs> <laughs> well, take it all the way back, the way as back. far as you want to go. <laughs> so, yeah, I moved here in 2008, me and Raj, my brother, uh, he's my younger brother. Me and him have been together in school also, like obviously one year apart right but um when he he and i moved here we had just completed our masters and uh, we had the opportunity to settle down in us we had a green card uh, and so we not everybody has that it's difficult to get green card for those who have moved here they know that um so when we moved here, our goal was to establish a business from uh, in U.S. We already had a business. My mom, uh, she was running that business. It was a shipping business, international shipping, freight forwarding. And our goal was to establish a similar business over here. So it was a struggle in the beginning uh, where my mom was sending uh, money from India. So like you probably have heard of people coming in with $10 or $100. Like I was, I'm pretty much one of those guys. My mom was sending us money from India. Uh, she was earning in rupees and spending in dollars. And that's really hard, especially let's say if right now the Indian rupees is worth $1 is equal to 85 rupees. And back then I think $1 was equal to 45 rupees. So okay. it was pretty hard. Wow. 
So we came here, we established our business. Uh, my cousins were supporting me too uh, by like getting me any lease that they could. So me and Raj, we worked on our, uh, we have worked on our business and we established from scratch a uh, shipping business. And also we started wholesaling and distributing telecom products uh, to the local stores. And at any given time, I've always had at least two businesses that I'm running. Even right now, I have like, uh, right now I have three businesses that I'm running. But yeah, two businesses at any given time. I've never had like anything less than two business. And you, and I will always say that real estate is like, nobody knows exactly what's going to happen in real estate. Everything was good. Everything was goody goody. And then interest rate went, went up. Everybody is like, now people are dropping off uh, from real estate like flies. And you always need two sets of income, very honestly. You need to start uh, saving money and like investing that. So I had uh, the wholesale and wholesale and, tele uh, and distribution business of telecom and the internship shipping business, and because of the wholesale and this uh, wholesale business, I, me and Raj had a network of eight hundred store owners in uh, North California, and these clients of ours they trusted us and they pushed us to get into real estate. And I joined. I joined real estate. Really? In 2015. Tell yep. us more about that. So, how did that come about? My, there were some of my clients. Some of my clients were like basically ready to pay for the for my education too. They were like, "We trust you." Like, I was always helping out. Me and Raj were always helping out uh, people finding buyers for their stores or selling, uh, like helping them sell their stores. Or uh, like uh, buyers that were looking for stores, and they would let us know. Hey, uh, by the way, if you go around and see some, see, uh, uh, ask around, like if anybody wants to sell their store, let me know. So, we, and then we started decide like we were thinking, like, why are we not making money off of that? People do this for a living. Why are we not making money? And there were other other real estate uh, agents at that time in this business, and a lot of people did not have a good reputation. They were too shady or some uh, stuff like that, and. Uh, our clients were like, we trust you guys. You've been, we trust you so much that we know exactly that you won't uh, screw us at any time. Like everything, every transaction we have done done with you, we we don't even count your, we don't even count your cards. We don't even do anything. Like we trust you guys so much. So why don't you get into this? And one of my brother's client is, um, one of my brother's client is like that. He has in last two years he's bought like at, at least eight million dollars worth of real estate from him wow. and he was one of the one uh he was one of the ones that was pushing us hard a lot uh i have other clients too i'm actually uh reconnected one one of my uh clients from uh, the wholesale distribution business and he is buying he's leasing a business right now he's looking to buy another gas another liquor store and uh, he has all, already given me leads to sell other stores too. So, I mean, like just within two, within like last two months, I've gotten at least a couple of billion dollars worth of business from him. Good client. Well, well, well you know, your story uh, resonates with me because when I'm with you and with Raj, you're two of my favorite people in the whole world. I have so much fun with Raj too. Um, and you make everyone feel special. And one thing that we've talked about, Rich, you and I, mm -hmm. when we talk about things that separate top realtors from other realtors, um, 
you know, one day we went to lunch and it was with Isom Coleman, the broker owner mm -hmm. of the franchise and uh, Breeze and Raj. And, you know, I'm in from out of town and Breeze, his phone just wouldn't quit ringing during lunch. But he answered it every single time. But he was off the phone very quickly too and very attentive. But every time he answered the phone and said, hi there. I, I saw your your name on my phone. I wanted to answer, but I'm at a very important lunch right now. I can't, you know, talk, but can I call you as soon as my lunch is over? And, you know, a lot of agents just let phone calls go to voicemail. They right. don't answer. And, and I, they seem to stay there for days. Mm -hmm. And sometimes yeah. they'll use the excuse, well, I'm with a client or I'm with someone. Right. Sure. And they need to know that I'm, you know, more important. And... I guess there's an opposite point of view. They're seeing your phone ringing and you're not answering and they're assuming, you know, is that the way you, like, I, I wasn't offended at all. Actually, I felt very special because he said, you know, I'm, I'm here at lunch. I have with, you know, with an important person. I can't talk to you right now, but I wanted to take your call too. I'll call you as soon as I'm done. Is that okay? And then he got right back to it. Hmm. And so I just wonder if these subtle little habits that he and his brother have are part of the reason why people trust them so much. You're good at digging into this stuff. Dig into why. <laughs> ask him why. Ask him why. I'll tell you why. So much. I'll <laughs> tell you why. Without even digging that much, I'll I'll very gladly share that. Uh, the business, the wholesale distribution business that we were in, it's uh, it was phone cards, calling cards, and calling cards uh, for international like international locations. The that business had such a notoriety that a lot of companies would sell these cards and then just go out of business, okay, overnight, file bankruptcy, come back next day with the same acronym, but a different name. And I know this one company that has done that like over 10 times, filed 10 bank different bankruptcies, collected all the money, everybody lost money, except for them. They made They made a lot of money. Uh, and they they came out with the same acronym but a different name, like a different uh, name, but like the uh, the starting letters are pretty much the same. Yeah. And these there are companies like that uh, that were in phone card industry. And what we would do is we would take we would eat that loss, okay? We would eat that loss, and we would exchange those cards for our clients. Wow. Because I knew, like, we can, like, uh, we can uh, get over that loss fast. That's fine. Like, we just need more volume. That's all. And because when we did that, these clients referred me to other businesses too, because they were like, "Oh, you know what? This guy, he stands by his cards. He stands by his products. So if anything happens, I don't have to worry about it. I give him a call. He comes back. He he comes in and he collects the uh, the cards and he gives uh, replaces the cards for me." I'm happy with him. So that's why it kind of like helped out a lot for us. That's great. That's an awesome story. Well, you know, um, so going back to my lunch story, um, from your point of view, why are you answering your phone every single time? Mm, that's because if they, if they are calling me, they need me right now and I need them too. Like the day I start being, I start acting pricey, that's the that's the day my doom will start. Very honestly, I've seen that happen. There was a, a company over here that was doing a lot of business with uh, one of these um, 
online companies, a big uh, name website that was buying and selling houses during pandemic. And uh, this company, they were listing the houses, but they were never picking up calls for any of their agents. And I knew one of the uh, the agents personally. Guess what? That person is no longer in my good books. Mm -hmm. Okay. I do not have a good relation with them. If they ever put an offer on my house, like a house that I have listed, I'm going to give that reputation to, I'm going to share that reputation with my client. And I'll be like, hey, this is what's happening. Like, I don't I don't understand. Like, uh, I don't see them following through with uh, whatever they're going to do. Uh, it will be a, d a difficult deal. So if you want to work with them, that's it's on you. But like, don't come uh, don't come to t uh, to me afterwards. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you were right or anything. Like, I can't help you on that. And my reputation is all that I have. My reputation is all that I have. I have built it. I have worked on it. Uh, when I send out an uh, offer, the other agents they want to work with me, so they will help me out in getting that offer accepted. Right. And that's because of my reputation. That's awesome. And and to give the audience a little bit of idea of the level of expertise that you operate at and the number of clients that you help and serve, give us just some ballpark figures in 2020, 21, 22, approximately like how much how much business were you doing? Sales volume, <laughs> number of transactions, size of transactions, just ballparks. 2020, yeah. um, I don't have the exact numbers, but like, yeah, 2020, I was around like uh, 30 million and uh, 30, 33 million in transactions. 21, it was around 45, 22. We have 70 million in transactions. Wow. So, and uh, we, I didn't even realize that, uh, realize this, but, uh, we were ranked as one of the top large team in 21 and 22 by Tom Ferry and Real Trends right. in California. Right. Yeah. So right. I didn't even like, I wasn't even working for that. I was just working for making my clients happy, getting these, getting these deals done. Uh, and the deals that we do is from, uh, we treat every single agent, every single client of ours um, as a million dollar client. If they are buying a $200,000 house, they're going to get the same level of expertise, same level of dedication from me as if uh, they're buying a $5 million uh, property. Right. So I've done deals from uh, 6 million, like from 100,000 actually, not even 100. I've done like the least, the smallest one I've done is like $40,000. The $40,000 one to $6.3 million. That's quite a range. That is, Breeze, would you say that you do primarily residential or commercial? Uh, because I, I do hear a hint of commercial uh, we do, in this, and, we I, do, and I also know the business that you do. So, so we do audience. do a, a, a bit of her commercial. Uh, 2020, 21, it was mostly primarily residential. 22, mm -hmm. it kind of like moved more towards commercial side. So right now, I would say a good mix of um, 60 60 to 65% residential and 30 to 35%, uh, 40 to 40, uh, 35 to 40% uh, commercial. There's a lot of uh, agents out there in, in our audience uh, who get stars in their eyes over uh, the size of commercial transactions. Uh, what would you say to somebody uh, who is 
let's say a, a primarily a, a residential agent and they want to break into commercial, do you have any words of wisdom or things uh, that you would do differently or just anything at all that you want to throw in uh, to uh, that discussion? Commercial transactions are a different beast at all together. Be ready to spend $2,000 just to get a, uh, a few websites uh, entry, like logins and all that stuff uh, that are basically the metrolist. It's not one of your other metrolists easily like that uh, that you get from your local association. Mm -hmm. These are metrolists and they are expensive. These are commercial metrolists. They are privatized. They are ex definitely expensive. So like CoStar, LoopNet, Prexy, all these stuff, like they are really expensive. So you're going to easily spend at least like a thousand to two thousand dollars a month. So you should have that capital ready to invest. And if you're not doing that, you're not doing yourself a favor. You're not going to do your clients a favor. Second thing, be very, 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 very patient with these commercial <laughs> transactions. Mm -hmm. I have one that I was working on the listing since last October. And we got the listing in January. We listed the property in uh, towards the end of January. February, we got first week, we got eight offers. We that property, we accepted one offer and we were dealing with the attorneys on the commercial side, uh, the seller's attorney. And the seller's attorney got us the drafted PSA in September. So, February till September, no movement. And I'm like, calling him i'm talking to the other agent calming him down like we'll get it just uh, just be be really like you know we have to be patient just uh, per persevere and that's all and it paid off we the buyer stayed on it we got it in escrow in september uh, and then in october uh, we like we basically got it into escrow in october september we got the first first time that we got the draft or the purchase sale agreement and October we got it uh, in escrow and it's going to close sometime in March next year. So a one so year, basically a year and a half start to finish. It it can, sometime yeah. it can happen yeah. and yeah. there's no pre-approval letters. It's literally a wild west. <laughs> that is commercial. That's a that is commercial. It's literally a wild west. Yeah, And that's exactly why I think what uh, these lawsuits that are happening at NAR level, are trying to do to the residential too. They want us to be a wild west also. Touchy topic, I know. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, the the audience here listening is our fellow home smart agents as well as other real estate agents in the industry. Um, and oftentimes, you know, Rich was talking about agents having stars in their eyes about commercial transactions. They also have stars in their eyes when they see agents like you on stage every year at the national level and at the local level, winning award after award after award. And um, I'm sure you get asked, you know, what should I do to be like you? What did you do? Like, if you could give a couple tactics, ideas for agents that are new in the business and how to grow their business to be successful like you, as well as, you know, agents that have been around for a while that just want to take their business to the next level. Can you name off three or four or five things that you think agents I should do, need to do to be successful? I can certainly name off a few of them. Uh, first of all, like you said, 
and i've said it last year at the at the panel also answer your calls <laughs> you right. are losing an opportunity when you don't answer that call answer that call at least respond back to them if you are busy like i got calls right now too but i'm texting them back without even you guys knowing that but i'm texting them back i'm in a meeting let me call you back as soon as this call, this podcast end my first thing will be I'm, i'll be calling them back right so, so Breeze, i want to drill down a little bit on that before you move on to the second item yeah uh, because there is a school of thought uh, out there that when you are in a client meeting you stay focused with that client that you're 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 there mentally uh and and that you're present and so taking a call is taking away from that um talk to us about your mindset um and 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 how all of that goes you know as you're you'll you'll take a call Todd was given the example of at lunch you take the call and you just very quickly answer it let them know how important they are to you and that you're going to call them back as opposed to what many agents will do is take the call and it turns out to be a five minute call or an eight minute call uh, which uh, I mean let's call it what it is it's a distraction and it's rude to the person that you're with um, so so talk about that balance a little bit more so it's true that it can be a distraction so uh, obviously if you are in in something during like if you're talking to a client at that time and there is something that you're nego and you're working on negotiating on something i would i would not suggest you take a call at that time just like make sure that you have a like i have on my default messages it says i'm in a meeting let me call you back once it's done or I, I have another one like uh, it's I'm on on another call. Let me call you when I'm when I'm off. So these are few of the uh, few of the uh, the thing like text messages that I have. The other thing is if you are getting a call and then you are asked uh, like you basically have to make sure that that call does not go over a minute. Very honestly, mm, like there's people the would right like there. Yeah, pe you. people would love to talk, but you have to mm -hmm. let them know. I'm really can I really cannot talk right now. Let me call you back. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. If they, if they can't respect your time, that kind of tells you about, about that person too. So if you want to work with that, that kind of person, it's up to you at that time. Well, the thing that, that I just saw over and over again, and you've done it multiple times too over the years as we've been there, you just had a way of making me feel special because you were with me. And you made the person who called feel special enough that you were going to interrupt and take their call. But you couldn't have the full conversation. You made both of us feel uh, special. So I guess there for me is a little bit of the magic sauce where yeah, oftentimes yeah. agents will it's, just let it go to voicemail completely right, and right. just won't answer. And then they'll take two hours to get to him back. I mean, when we were saying goodbye at lunch, he's walking to his car and I saw him already pick up his phone. He already starting to dial and call sure, him back. And, sure. and for me, I could respect that. Yeah. I, I just, I love it because it spoke of your servant heart, your service. And, and where I was headed with it is how how do you do that? How do you balance that and make everybody uh, feel special? And and I believe you answered that, um, but that but was, that was the question that I was trying to ask. But you have to know Todd is special. <laughs> Todd right. is special. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, on answer your phones, number one. What are a couple of answer the other your things? phone, number one. Uh, number two, teach your other, uh, treat your other agents 
either they even if they are brand new agents or older agents uh, at the same level of respect that you uh, that you think you deserve wow a wow. lot of people a lot That's... of people don't do that a yeah. lot of people do not do that. Nope. Um, there's there's a lot of um, grumbling between agents, you know, and 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 when agents are are bickering amongst themselves, how easy is it to put a transaction together? No, it's not. It's right. Not. Yeah. It is not. Like you have to remember that the agent is basically a messenger. I'm a messenger. That's all. You won't don't shoot the messenger. That's it. I'm a messenger and I understand that you like the other side that agent is also a messenger. That's all. So I just want to let him know that I like even I've done deals with brand new agents where they don't have any info. The guy literally called me. I cannot forget this. I, the guy literally called me and uh, asked me, how do you open up a contractor lockbox? Like he did not have an idea how to open a contractor lockbox also. Right. But what I did, I said, you know what? Don't worry. Okay, this is what you do. See this number. I, I helped him out. I helped him. We, we got the transaction done. We dealt with the transaction. He got his check, his first check ever. So he was very appreciative about that. And he's like, let me take you out for a drink. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll meet uh, eventually and we'll, we'll uh, work on that uh, afterwards. But don't worry about it. Just this earlier this month, uh, like actually in, uh, in middle of November, he texted, he emailed me. He's like, Breeze, I just want to let you know I changed my brokerage and I wanted to say hi to you. That's all. Like he, He's still oh, reaching cool. out. That's he's still great. reaching out. That's I have great. agents calling me and telling me their own off-market deals just because, uh, and these are like agents that have been doing a lot of transactions. The they other I've heard of uh, other agents saying that I can't even get hold of her, but that agent is calling me. I have an off market deal. Do you want it? Hmm. That's how I get off market deals it's from huge. other agents from different country companies. Right, right. My clients are happy at that time. So answer your calls. Be helpful. Be respectful to other agents. And that third thing, third things, you start using a CRM. I, my business has gone on autopilot quite a lot of it because of CRM. Mm -hmm. A good CRM will always help you out. Uh, people don't choose the technology and I was one of them. I'm not going to say that I've been doing it from day one. I was one of them. I some kind of like pushed me to it and I have started using it and I love it. Like Do I you have it. a favorite one because our listeners are going to want to know what you're using. My opinion is um, the best one to use is the one that you will actually use right and, and but uh, just out of curiosity what have you found that you're that you're liking that you're using today i've tried using um line desk mm -hmm. wasn't that wasn't that uh, happy with that i used kv core i loved it but i didn't like the price on it and it's kv core is one of the most expensive crm out there mm -hmm. then uh we just moved to lofty also known as chime chime yep yep and it does everything that kv core does but at a much 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 cheaper price it's very inexpensive compared to kv core and i love i love chime i love chime uh i have i'm using it i'm it gets me like even for my business transactions to commercial transaction it, it's putting that business also on autopilot so i'm i'm happy the initial conversations is taken care of by chime i don't have to worry about that right 
So for those uh, HomeSmart agents, go into the HomeSmart Marketplace. You can see all our CRM partners, but that's where you can get connected with LetChime or get connected with your broker, which is how uh, Breeze did this through Isom, his broker. So thank you, Isom. Uh, all right, so one, two, two three. More. Two more. Four. Okay. okay, number four. Uh, definitely get involved with your local and your state association. What? Wait a minute. Say more about that because there are people out there that say that volunteering your time at, at the association or anywhere in the real estate realm is a waste of time. Uh, so talk to us more. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that I've actually heard about that too from our agents, from HomeSmart agents, from other agents too. But when they ask me, how do you succeed? I am I'm successful because of my local association and my state association. Why? Because the people that are in the local association volunteering, guess what? They are the top producers in the area. They're actually the top producers in the area. And when I am connecting with them, uh, like at, at a personal level on like with these top producers, they get to know me. They want to work with me. They want to be like, oh, Breeze has good moral ethics. Breeze has good uh, ethical background for real estate. And most of these local associations, they only work, they only want volunteers who have good ethics. And they will like you will be able to succeed in in uh, in in those roles in those volunteer roles if you have good good ethic good ethics. If you have a complaint, they they are not gonna like make you a treasurer or board of director. I'm a I'm right now a treasurer. Next year I'm going to be the president elect for the local association. What that what does that tell first thing to other agents that my track record is clean. Right. So they don't have to worry about that. Then I am an ethical agent, and they want and that's the other reason that they want to work with me because like, okay, I get that title from the local association and they want to work with me. Oh, maybe I, I want to say like, I want to be friends with this guy. He has a lot of knowledge. Well, in, in this business, we talk about it all the time with our clients. It's about relationships mm -hmm. with other realtors. It's about relationships. It is. And yeah. when you're serving at that level, um, I just, I've seen you in action with other, I've seen you in action there at your local board because through you, I've been asked to speak at your local board on marketing, et cetera. And just seeing the relationships that you have as you walk around the building. And I can only imagine what it's like when you're working on projects and initiatives and community for your local area. I'm sure those relationships are very powerful. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, we just donated yesterday. We donated $65,000 to Salvation Army from a committee that I was chairing. Great. And fantastic $65,000. I mean, we have donated more also from that committee, but even with this, uh, this year being down for the real estate industry, people were still, people still pulled up. They still donated. And on top of that, the way, uh, like with the way the story of the state association is helping and the local association is helping is also helping me create a good PR. I'm actually going to be on the channel three news tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, giving up, uh, giving out updates for real estate in the local market. Guess what? My face is going to be in front of a lot of people, and when they see my face, they would like at in in one of their advertisements on their on on a flyer or anything. They would want to like uh, talk to me more about it. They were, I've seen this guy before. Right. Uh, I've been uh, like, and this is not the first time I will I'll be on Channel Three. This is uh, in two months. This will be the second time I was on Channel Three on November twentieth also. 
when we uh, channel three, Fox forty, ABC ten, all these three news uh, news channels were there, and we were building a cantry for the Salvation Army. Right. And that cantry basically brings in a, uh, and attracts more people, and then we uh, we are able to get more donation for the Salvation Army. And when we were building that, I'm the chair for that committee, and I was getting interviewed. Love that. All right, so that's so, idea, that's tactic number four. What's your number five? Number five, real estate is about all about relations. It's all about relation. Have a good relation with your clients. Treat them uh, respectfully. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's, if they are buying a $200,000 house or they are buying a million-dollar house. A $200,000 house guy can turn into a million-dollar house very soon. You, you, have, you have no idea. I, right. My first transaction was with a client... Um, like a client from who I used to de deliver phone calls to. He bought his first house through me, 440000 Right now, he's looking for a $2 million house. And over the period of time, he has given me so many referrals that I, I have I can easily say that because of his referrals, I have been busy constantly just because of his referrals. Love that. So referrals, approximate size of your database. If you were to open up your contacts in your phone right now, What's that number of contacts or the number in your Chime database? Do you know? The number in my Chime database is probably around 1,000. And a okay. uh, number on my phone is easily over 3,000. That's great. Easily that's, over 3,000. And uh, these awesome. are my repeat clients. That's and awesome. when you moved to this country, how many did you have in your phone? Uh, it, I, I know I, I can imagine the number here. So, but go. It was three thousand minus three thousand. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, yeah, uh, backing up a little bit, talk you know about your your um, servanthood with some of the associations or organizations and building community. Can you talk a little bit about your time with the YPN network, the Young Professionals yeah. Network? Talk Before that, that, let me let me touch on what Rich was saying. Rich, at my wedding reception, I had 250 people showed up at my wedding reception and only two relatives from who flew from India. Everybody else was a friend or a client. Most of most of them were clients who had turned into friends. And they still they still call me like whatever whenever they need anything. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So getting back to the young professional network, uh so how that happened was I joined HomeSmart and my broker, who was a part of Home, uh, Young Professional Network at that time, said, why don't you come to this party with me? Uh, we had oh, that's a gala. how it starts. That's how it <laughs> yeah. starts. Yeah, they lure us in with a party. <laughs> I, went, I went to the party. It was fun. I did my moves. And uh, I'm, see, <laughs> I'm dance giving, moves? I did my dance moves. See, I'm giving you a good <laughs> segue for dance. the next question. <laughs> and then uh, I did my dance moves every like it was fun. Uh, and then next time he like a uh, couple of weeks later, he was like, Breeze, we, I'm going to that. Uh, remember that gala? I'm like, yeah. So I'm going to the uh, committee meeting. Why don't you tag along with me? I'm like, OK. So I went over there and I think it was his last meeting at that time. And he said, I'm actually going to step away. I want you to take my uh, take my seat next year. So. I kind of joined the first year I was just observing, not much, but second year I became the subcommittee chair for the gala and we did a pretty good job. 
but since because of that ypn i got started getting recognized by the other volunteers and they helped me get up and pull me up into a uh, pretty senior roles uh, i joined real estate in 2015 and i started volunteering in 2016 and i'm already in 2023 not not that long like 7 years i'm already a treasurer right. for the board of uh, for the local board i'm going to be the president elect in next year in 25 i'll be the first indian president in 117 years of history of sacramento association of realtor wow and cool. that's on awesome top of that thank you on top of that i'm also a board of director for california association of realtor <clears throat> one of the few indians actually the only turban indian that you see on the board and it's a pretty big board like almost like 700 800 people on the board right. and i'm only like this next year will be my third year as a board of director for the uh, for car i'm already and i'm already going to chair the state associations uh, young professional network oh excellent way to go breeze yeah that's quite an honor thank that you is. so see I'm, I'm getting recognized by even the state associations uh like leadership people like they I can easily say that they're good friends of mine now. That's and great. when you it's all about relation like I said it so is. it helps. It is. And because of that get and the next step that I'm doing uh because of these associations work I'm actually getting um uh, in touch with these political uh people in the local association in the local in the local arena. and the uh, the political uh, people in the state uh, state arena too so what's that going to help me out is like i'm if i have some like if i'll be able to talk to them and help our uh, our industry and our clients protecting their uh, what do you call protecting their real estate property rights we'll be work, working and fighting that great yeah. all right so i have a couple quick rapid fire questions for you What okay. do you love most about what family. you do? Family, family, yeah, love that, love that. Um, what was a mistake you made that wish you wish someone would have given you some information to avoid that mistake in building your real estate business? I should have joined real estate earlier. Mm. I yeah. should have joined real estate earlier. That's a good one. Yeah, that's great. Um we often will will ask hey do you wish someone would have told you something earlier like a secret like what's your best kept secret that you're like wow I wish I would have known that a long time ago I guess it kind of goes hand in hand with you should have started earlier but best kept secret or best something kept you secret. wish someone would have told you best kept secret is start using a CRM from day 1 okay from Great. day 1 Last question. Walk us through a, a couple of days in a week in the life of Breeze. Like, what do you do? You have a daily routine. Are they the same? What do you do when you get up in the morning? And do you ever sleep? When do you sleep? <laughs> But what's uh, your what's your daily routine? So I wake up around seven. Um, go downstairs and like uh, basically get ready and go downstairs and. Uh, hang out with my nephews and niece my nephew and niece um once i'm like one and have a breakfast with a home cooked meal for breakfast from my mom or my wife 
me and my brother, we all live in one big giant house. It's like a joint family. So that's the best part that I enjoy. And then after meal, I go to the office or maybe the association. If I have a meeting at the association, go to the office, start working, start answering calls. If I need to follow up on some emails, I do that. Uh, pretty much work from nine to five, but definitely take a break for your meal. I have learned to enjoy my meal. That 30 minutes, that 30 minutes is going to take me some time. Like that, that 30 minutes for is for me, like for having my meal. I want to sit down and have a meal. Like if, the, if I don't enjoy that meal, I'm not, I'm working for these kind of uh, luxuries. Like this is the luxury that I want. Right. Sit down and have a meal. So I want that. Um, and five, like I work from nine to five, six, sometimes even seven also. And after seven, hang out with uh, one hour for, with my friends. That's my downtime. Go home and then, uh, Go home, have another meal with the family, and uh, chill out with the wife, and that's it. Go to sleep by like around 10, 10 30. Great. Rinse and repeat. We do it yep. again the next Rinse day. Rinse and repeat. Yep. Saturday okay. and Sunday, I've started enjoying that a little bit more. Thanks to uh, my thanks to my team. Right. Great. Yep. Well, Rich, what, how about you? What other questions do you have? You have a rock star. Here. I, I, I uh, just you know? like the fact that we had five rapid fire things from Breeze. I like it. Uh, and and he's good. got them. And so, uh, I mean, that's just great information. Yeah. And uh, right. Uh, so, I'm ready to dance. You. I'm ready to dance in February. <laughs> there we go. Dre's. Growth Summit, the, Las Vegas. The dance floor at Dre's. Here we come. Yes, Right. That's right. what it reads. That's awesome. And you have such a, a dynamic um, brokerage group up there in Sacramento. Um, it's always a fun time when you have Sacramento in the house. Yep. Up in Las Vegas. So uh, you want me? Great. You want me to say that right now? Or no, that? no, no, no. We'll save that for Las Vegas. If you want to know no, what that phrase that. is, you gotta come to Las Vegas. So yeah, but uh, hey, we 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 really appreciate you. Um, one thing that I also you know have observed is you also are so helpful to other agents in your brokerage and just the time and um, and the way you've even you have a network here among HomeSmart agents across the country, and I see you on social media. I see you in um, some of the, you know, workplace chats, et cetera. And, you know, I just thank you for doing that, for spending time with other agents. But can you talk a little bit about building that last national, that national network as the last thing here before we go? I, you know? very honestly, I started building that network thanks to you guys. Uh, I showed up at the, my first ever, uh, Growth Summit was probably 21, 2021 when we did when when I showed up and I think that was amazing. It was a good experience. I still remember Kate Swenson. I met her in a coffee line. She gave me her business card and that that was a unique idea. Like it has a metal business card with the with a bottle opener, and I had that uh business card with me all the time. 2022 when she met me, I remembered her. That's the same lady with the with that business card, and I. Like I absolutely love her. I connected much better with her last year uh, when when we were there. Like actually not, yeah, last year when we were there, I connected much better with her. And these are the uh, relations that you can develop. Like now, me and her, 
we bounce off ideas between how like about how to manage our team and all that stuff and that's what uh it's all about that's what like you cannot be afraid oh i don't want to give my secret sauce sometimes sharing that secret sauce can make you <laughs> make you more happy more happier more content and more popular too remember that remember the other thing is now i know for a fact that anything happens in sacramento and if i miss it on uh, workplace or on the facebook chat i know kate swinson has my back she's texting she's texting over there you should just go to breeze <laughs> that's great that's it I so that. i mean yep. this is all this is how all it should be about and uh, i've actually uh, even at the state level when i uh, go to the state association meetings that's the same thing even at home smart level also nationwide it's about all about networking if you don't have a good network you're worthless very honestly right. right your network is your net worth like that that's actually... Breeze, would would you ever miss a growth summit not anymore <laughs> not anymore it's too profitable for uh, you isn't it it's apart from profit i love to see your guys faces man seriously honestly i'm well, not joking about it too. i love to see your your guy faces uh i love to hang out with you guys and that's what i look forward to well i'm excited yep i'm excited for that we appreciate that we feel yep. the same way and uh i actually get to see you in just a week or two so i'm heading yes, you up do. away from the date of this recording so uh nine days for that as well nine days so, hey awesome hey so uh, tell us real quick how can agents find you on social media find your brother um your team you know give us some of the details so for me and my brother just like for me basically google realtor breeze sing that's realtor breeze b-r-e-e-z-e sing s-i-a-g-h and you'll find me on social media. That's my handle for Instagram. That's my handle for Facebook. It's pretty much pretty simple. Uh, if you or you can look it up on my website, real uh, breeze at realtorbreeze.com. For Raj, it's a uh, realtor Raj Singh. Again, kept it simple. That's mm -hmm. how you can find him on Instagram or on Facebook. And then uh, for our team, it's Luxcom, L U X E C O M M dot com. That's something that happened in, earlier this year in the beginning. Me and another team member, uh, another team in Home Smart IKEA merged together, creating a I, mega team. I actually, thank you for bringing that up. I meant to talk about that because I saw something on social media about that two or three weeks ago. Uh, I saw a little video, a little uh, clip. Uh, tell us about that. Tell us about Luxcom. What are you doing? So Bonnie Smith, who is my other team leader, me and Raj, we are the three team leaders on uh, on Luxcom. Uh, Bonnie had her own team, and uh, me and Raj had our team sing. We were always competing with each other, and we decided why should we compete with each other when we can compete, join our forces together, and compete with the local market much in a much better way. We can be, rather than being two large teams, we can combine our forces together and be a mega team where we can cater to commercial, residential, and luxury business. So that's why it came to Luxcom, luxury and commercial. Love that. And the graphics, the marketing, all of it is top-notch. Thank job you. on that, by the way. We Very just cool. had to wait for DRE, our DRE to approve that name, okay. and it took a while. 
It was a nightmare. It took a while, but once it's done, now we are promoting it head on. That's awesome. Good there for you. you go. Fantastic. Thank well, you. Congratulations on that. And, uh, you know, uh, love Bonnie as well. So we're really excited for you on that too. Thank you. And what you're doing up there. So good job. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us today. This has been fascinating. Just um, a wonderful talk Are with you. Are we out of time always, already? You know? Wow. Yeah. It just blows well, How'd by. that happen? Breeze, this was this was very educational and of course an awful lot of fun it's it's great having you on the show uh great uh, chatting with you um uh, and i can't wait to see you in vegas uh, yes you get todd sooner yeah <laughs> but i have to wait for vegas yep. I, well, i'm looking forward for that yeah well we'll have you on in a couple of weeks and we'll do a follow-up on luxcom and how that's all um going and uh just wish you the best hope you have a great uh, end of this, the year here with you and your family and all your friends and um, just really appreciate you. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Thank yep. you, Rich, for being here today as well. Absolutely. Thank and, you, Todd. Uh, thank you, and audience. If we, uh, to, to our audience, if we hit a nerve uh, today and you like our content, give us a thumbs up. We like thumbs up. We, we, that gives us the indicator that we're on the right path. And if you have some uh, good feedback, we're open to that too. Let us uh, know. So let yeah. us know down below in the comments. Yep. Uh, but uh, glad you're here. Breeze, thank you again. Uh, awesome, awesome time together. Uh, and uh, so. Yep. Yeah. I appreciate you guys a lot. And thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. So this has been another amazing episode here of the Real Estate Podcast. We hope you think it's been amazing as well. Please join us back on future episodes. And Breeze, thank you. We'll see you all back on future episodes. Take care. We'll see you okay. next time. Like what you're hearing on The Real Estate? Tell your friends about us. Tell them to check out all of our episodes on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. And don't forget to send any topics you want us to tackle to the real estate at homesmart.com.